1: hey guys welcome to this week's podcast episode i've got a really special guest with me today rebecca Doring, and she helps wellness professionals get out of their own way teach what they love and live their purpose today's talk is going to be all about emotional freedom healing from past traumas what's really interesting is we're going to talk about differentiating intuition from the inner critic self-compassion and so much more topics i'm really happy to welcome her to the show so rebecca welcome
0: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have this conversation.
1: Yeah, and uh, I, I love um, bringing on healers and just kind of um, spiritual guides and people in this realm onto the show to you know, give more exposure to the audience. So tell people your backstory, how you got started, and we'll dive right into it.
0: Sure. Yeah, for me, I started as in a very different industry when i was in eighth grade i thought i knew exactly what i was going to do for the rest of my life it was all planned out all of my friends were jealous i knew with certainty that i would one day be a top pastry chef and so i went on to go to the culinary institute of america after high school and i did get a degree in baking and pastry and one of the reasons why i wanted that degree so much was like I loved the the look on people's face when someone was really having a down day and then they would eat a delicious pastry and they would have this moment of joy. So I loved sharing that with them. But I also wanted to feel a sense of joy and calmness and groundedness and escape from the stress that I saw around me in so many adults that I knew at the time and I wanted to have this sense of peace. And when I graduated, I felt quite the opposite. I was very much a perfectionist. I was burnt out and so exhausted. I loved what I did, but I did not know how to keep doing it. And I experienced, instead, a a tremendous amount of suffering inside, like a lot of self-doubt. I did not see myself clearly. I did not believe in myself. And most of all, I just wanted to know what it felt like to be able to feel peace and groundedness when I chose to, instead of just like waiting for the stars to align where it would just happen to me. And that's when I found the wellness industry. I uh, became a massage therapist, and that became the very first stepping stone that led me to where I am now, because the very first thing that they introduced us to as uh, in massage school was meditation, and that was like the calling to me. That was the answer to so much of my struggles previously, and then that led me forward. So I be I started my wellness business from a desire to find wellness within myself first, and it continues to be that I'm always operating from a desire to continue to grow and expand my own self, and then I share from that place.
1: Mm. Yeah, i love that and i love how you um you're very proactive because sometimes uh you know i wait for signals from the universe or you know whatever this law of attraction it never comes and i'm just like i i'm just like well you know kind of that's probably the signal that you know i have to do something and kind of learn and evolve and grow and um so one thing i love is you talked about um you know meditate some people like they say okay oh yoga is the thing or uh or meditation that's like the answer one thing is what I wanted just for my own curiosity was what is chromatic yoga what is I'm not sure what that is
0: sure so I am a yoga teacher as well that was one of the stepping stones and that is something that I still do and <clears throat> chromatic yoga is a methodology that my teacher Matt Giordano founded that Combines education and action. So we basically, and that translates into everything I do in my business as well, that it's not about just like learning something or just doing something. It's about creating an experience through education and action. And we do this in the asana practice. We do this in the meditation practice. We do this in business in translating those same ideals to being able to learn something to step into law of attraction as well, but then also take action and finding that balance of not taking it all on our shoulders and doing, 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 and also a little bit of surrender as well and learning and absorbing and implementing that information. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, really interesting. Um, so kind of moving forward is this idea. So we talk about this um this kind of inner critic and um and uh there's different components. There's like self-compassion, there's um intuition, and um so I'm really curious to kind of dissect the inner critic. Um first question is how do you differentiate intuition from the inner critic?
0: Mm, yeah, such a great question. So first I want to just to answer that. I want to make the inner critic a little clear because I think most of us can understand what that means when we hear that, when it might resonate with a feeling of, we know that voice, but just in case if the listener is like, "Mm, I'm not exactly sure what that is speaking to, it's that voice that starts to criticize, right? Self-explanatory in that way. But it's the voice that starts making us question ourselves, our abilities, it even is the voice that will question our intuition, when we get that feeling, that gut instinct to do something, and then there's a voice saying, oh, did you just make that up? No, that's not going to work. That doesn't work for anybody. You don't make those things happen, right? Those voices that start saying, like, you can't have the success that you see others have because you don't have enough knowledge. You don't have this. You don't have that. The That spiraling voice. And so in a very simple way, the inner critic tends to inspire really heavy negative, uncomfortable feelings. And I believe that that's a sign because it goes against our true nature. It goes against who we really are inside and intuition and inner wisdom feels good. There's like a deeper resonance. There's There's a deeper softening and a slight expansion that happens when we touch on intuition and wisdom. And that voice tends to be deeper Tends to be quieter, tends to be more resonant, and is always building ourselves up, opening the possibility for our lives. Whereas the inner critic tends to be a little louder, a little faster, running around in circles, contradicting itself, driving us crazy, and it's tearing us down, telling us what is not possible for our future.
1: Yeah, I've been recently. I've been working with a uh, intuition coaching kind of. Differentiating like intuition and kind of like whether it's like your projections or your um, like your fears or things you want judgments um and kind of differentiating it. it takes you know it takes practice um, like you said it takes you know get into this really calm meditative state, um the next question I have is um the inner critic inner voice of wisdom and discerning like kind of like what does that feel like what does it look like um, discernment between the critic and the voice
0: of inner wisdom sure the the way to discern is we need to first and foremost become aware and the way to do that is i love like this is the number 1 tool that i teach all of my students all of my mentees everyone i work with and if the listener walks away with nothing from this episode but this one thing it is important it's so simple but it's very important it is stepping into a feeling and a state of curiosity when we are curious we cannot judge at the same time. When we're curious, we're not judging ourselves or putting ourselves down or trying to fix ourselves, right? If you think of an explorer, an explorer is curious. They're not seeking to judge or fix or reject what they find. They just wanna discover what is. So we need to get curious to awaken a sense of of awareness of these voices that are going on, these feelings, these instincts, these, these sensations in the body, these energies so getting curious and observing with curiosity instead of observing to put ourselves down more which can oftentimes happen the moment we start to develop self awareness so instead shifting into a state of curiosity then you can start to get start to notice when i think this thought how do i feel do i feel better or do i feel worse when i think this thought where do i notice that feeling in my body when i have this feeling what happens do i shut down do I take action? Do I close off and push people away? Do I open my heart and be willing to connect to others? And I always find the the wisdom, the intuition, the voice of truth is always going to be the one that connects you to expand, connects you to grow, connects you to more love, joy. It will build you up. That is the voice of truth. Anything else are just lies trying to keep us safe,
1: really. Yeah. One thing I, uh, the other thing I commonly encounter is people think like intuition and um, listening to your guides or whatnot. They think that like doing that will achieve the particular outcome, but usually it's just kind of a guide. It's like a signpost, you know, go this way. You know, it's not necessarily that you're going to succeed or it's just kind of like kind of guiding you. Kind of talk about these when you're using your intuition and your inner critic is just like, it's not to, get something it's kind of just kind of to to guide you
0: yeah absolutely I find that tuning like letting go into your tuition intuition and your guides and all of that I think what's really happening is there's a sense of surrender surrendering our control and trying to attach to the results the success that we want and then ride the emotional roller coaster that comes when we're not getting the results or the success that we want. And instead, surrendering into trust, surrendering into what we can do now, surrendering into letting go of the things that we have no control over that we're trying to do, and let go of those to create some more ease in our bodies.
1: Yeah, yeah. The other thing is, um, when we're discussing this um, uh, inner critic, and um, a lot of people think the inner critic is um, sabotaging us or kind Mm -hmm. of uh, kind of veers us off, but um, there's actually the inner critic actually has times when it um uh, protects us. So how do you d- recommend determining when the inner critic is protecting or sabotaging us?
0: Mm, yeah, this is a beautiful question because the answer, my in my opinion, is that it's always trying to protect, mm. protecting through sabotaging. It just does not know that. So basically, the inner critic is always from a place of deep sense of protection. It just certain, right now, it believes that achieving your goal is unsafe. It believes that having the success that you want is unsafe. So it's going to try and do everything it can to stop you from doing that, including being really mean and trying to put you down because that will stop you from going out there and risking emotional harm risking something that it believes is life-threatening it knows that right now may be painful maybe frustrating but we can survive this because we are we don't know if expanding we can survive we don't know if having success will be safe we, we don't know that's uncertain so let's just stay here
1: yeah and so like like kind of today's a really busy chaotic world where you know you've got social media you got the tv everything coming at you Uh, people getting triggered. What are some practical everyday tips for managing the inner critic when it flares up?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I love to remember that it is ultimately from a place uh, of care, even though it can be offering us a voice that seems the very opposite of care. But if I remember that, then what that does is that drops the, the beating ourselves up over beating ourselves up, that can happen, right? That drops the criticizing ourselves for criticizing ourselves and instead just lets that experience be there, recognizing that, wait a second, maybe there's nothing wrong with with me that I'm thinking this way. Maybe this is a sign that I have a normal human brain that's just trying to keep me safe. And now that I realize that, then I'm going to take this action anyway, because I see that having this success is worth it or going after the success is is worth it. And I know that deep down, it is safe. (laughs) It it will be safe. It may be scary, but it will be safe. So in everyday little tips is first and foremost, shift into curiosity. When you're stuck in a cycle of self-criticism, when you're stuck in a cycle of beating yourself up, shift into curiosity. Get curious about those thoughts themselves and immediately you'll receive some relief because it's, it's almost as if when we're stuck in the cycle of a negative spiral, it's like we're immersed in a tumultuous river. We're getting tossed around by the rapids, hitting rocks. It's terrifying. It's awful. It's, it's crazy. And if we try and stop that cycle, it would be like literally trying to stop the river from flowing. We could stand and hold up the water and all that would do would just create a lot of exhaustion. A lot of, uh, it would be fruitless and there would be more rapids. Instead, getting curious would be like pulling yourself out of the river and sitting on the riverbed and just observing the rapids. And then we have peace. We let ourselves be. And then this cycle has a chance to move beyond.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, So um, we're kind of nearing the end. We have a couple more minutes. And one thing I want to talk about is um, antidotes to inner critic. So first thing is um, you talk about you know, meditation and how specifically can it do help and then and also self compassion. So kind of talk about how these two things can um help, you know, silence or quiet or manage the inner critic.
0: Sure. Well, meditation essentially is the practice of getting curious. So meditation is the act of pulling yourself out of the river of life of our, all our thoughts, not just the inner critic and sitting beside it and observing, and then experiencing the stress release that comes when we can just sit beside the river instead of being tossed around in it and receive the, the peace, the space to see that you are not your thoughts, that you are not the inner critic that this is just a voice that's all it is it's just a thought simultaneously meditation will naturally release the i like to call them knots being a you know previous massage therapist it's like knots of the mind these old patterns these triggers that are within us meditation naturally releases those knots without us having to necessarily dredge them up which is why you could have a very boring mundane even thought filled racing meditation session, and yet you get up and you feel better, like you feel lighter. And that's because your body was releasing stress and working on a knot, which was why it felt so busy, but you feel better on the other side. And then self-compassion is what I believe the antidote to the inner inner critic. Because self-compassion is like uh, Pema Chodron defines self-compassion as to suffer with. And I like I love to use the example of road rage. That if we're driving on the road and a car cuts us off, we don't see that as a human being with a story. We see that as somebody who, you know, messed up our day. And so of course we're frustrated. Of course we're mad. Of course we're angry. How could they do that? But then if you were to understand later that that was a human being and they were in a life or death situation and they cut us off for that reason, then we now have a choice to experience compassion for this person and release the anger. Because we understand they are a human being to us, and we can understand what is going on. And the same is true with our own selves, with inner, with our inner critics. But our inner critics, of course, we're going to be upset when we're stuck in our goals, when we're spiraling down in a negative thought loop, when we open up social media and we are playing the comparison game and we're sent into a dark place. Of course, we're going to be so frustrated by those patterns cuz they're interfering with our lives. But yeah. when we seek to understand what is really going on there, like what is the what is actually happening inside of ourselves, what's a little bit layer deeper, then all of a sudden we can experience relief and we can understand that maybe this voice is just like a part of ourselves that needs to be heard, that needs some love, that needs some kindness. Maybe we need to just be heard from ourselves for once, be validated from ourselves for once, and then it has a chance to release.
1: Mm. Yeah, I love that. And uh, what a way to end it uh, such a peaceful, calming way. And how can people contact you, follow you, you know reach out to you for coaching, you know, check out your products, etc.
0: Yeah, sure. I'm on Instagram all the time. I'm always sharing little quick Uh tips and uh, lots of tools on there. So definitely if you're on Instagram, you can find me at Rebecca Doring Meditation. And please DM me. I love having conversations. I also have a guided meditation that that is free that you can download at deeprootedbliss.com forward slash visualize. And that meditation will help you visualize your next level vision and kind of put you into the mindset, into the vibration, into it to help you navigate the inner critic and uh, manifest and attract that vision. Um, And then on my website in general, deeprootedbliss.com, you can find out I have a group coaching program for wellness professionals who want to achieve their next level goals and rise above imposter syndrome finally do the things that they love that's available plus i do i have a monthly meditation membership and i'm always doing workshops and classes so you can find out all those things on my website
1: yeah And for all the audience out there, let's thank uh, Rebecca for coming on and just talking about, you know, emotional wellness, resiliency, uh, silencing the inner critic, and um, be sure to check out her website, Deep Rooted Bliss, and get into the vibration and mindset of your vision so you can get unstuck and manifest your dreams and goals for 2024, and, uh, and as well as follow her on Instagram. And with that, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast.
0: Thank you so much. And also, I forgot to mention, I have a podcast as well called Inner Critic Freedom. So if your listeners want to check that out, you can go ahead and find that anywhere.
1: Yeah, be sure to check it out. Give it a like, follow, share, comment, subscribe. And uh, with that, thanks so much.
0: Thank you so much. This was great.